this person goes to every house campaigning with a fish in his hands, a large fish, so that the illiterate people. This is this is branding. This is branding. Is he, is he Bengali? I I think he might be. <laughs> I forget his name, but he's yeah, he said that question. people open the doors, they see the fucking fish, and they recognize that he's the one with the fish, so they should vote for him. <laughs> and in between going to each house, they dunk the fish. <laughs> In 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 a gallon of uh, water or like a big thing of water, and then he pulls it out again when he gets to the next house, and then dunk it back. Oh, so it's, it's, a alive, live, it's a live. Oh, fish. it's a live fish. Oh, it's a live fish. <laughs> there are a variety of different symbols that you can put next to your name, and one of them is a plow. And so the candidate, a plow? yeah, like an actual like farm plow. And yeah. one of the okay. candidates explain. One of the candidates said that the one who got the plow was like. I cannot drag a plow with me from house to house. <laughs> so, 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 stop it. Stop it. So, so they got the, that party got the shit end of the stick. They got the shit end of the stick. Exactly. This is exactly. fucking fantastic. I don't know what to say. And there's it's, nothing it's, to say about there's this. There's nothing to say. There really isn't. I was just like, wow, I am so like. I can't. <laughs> Welcome to Mild Man and Timid with three brown folks. That are tired of that safe shit. Hey guys, my man and Tippet, episode 124. Hi. I think that Hi. uh um uh fuck. Your lead in was very fast this time. Kush leads us in with a snap. It's a very calm, controlled, very like uh Bill Gates type snap, I think. Like if he was <laughs> snapping, it was just like a very Nice. Kind Today of it was like, like as if Bill Gates took a little thing of Coke. Little thing yeah, of Coke. Ma- it was maybe like, it's like a... And I was like, yeah, usually okay, it's like 70, 70 BPM. I think today I did about like 100 BPM. Yeah, you oh, went dang. pretty fast. So we're here and... Yeah. Uh, I feel I'm, like people don't know what BPM is, maybe. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, no one needs to know what a BPM is. But I, it threw me off my game, which then threw me onto my game because I was already off my game. So I'm somewhere erratically now in oh, an gosh. amorphous space of being on and off my game, I think. Oh um, my God! What is happening? So we're here. This is already sounding dark. We <laughs> need to talk about your mental health again. <laughs> yeah, we're here. Episode 124. Mild mannered and timid. We're at mild mannered timid on Instagram. I'm mild mannered and timid, and I'm here with mm-hmm. my two co-hosts. Um, I'm I'm your boy with the moist at Kush Parm. There you go. Hello, I'm your boy with the moist at Kush Parm. What? <laughs> at Rangeli Music. There we are. And I'd have you all note that they are co-hosts. Uh, we are never above or below the others. We believe in equality here. Yay. And uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. Equal I don't know rights. why I'm making that point, but I just want y'all to know that. Uh, 124 thanks. episodes 124 in. episodes It's in. important for people to know that we are all equals. We are all equals. <laughs> Thank God. I thought I was just the janitor. There you go. Oh, <laughs> there you go. I'm so glad. But what are you, you cleaning? We're all in separate spaces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm You're so just glad. like the janitor of your own life, as we all are. As we all are. Yeah, could, as we could all, all are. Gnoll's been sending me emails like, hey, can you clean the toilets? And I'm just like, at my own house? <laughs> <laughs> Why so, do you care if my toilet's clean? <laughs> I feel like, um, I feel like uh, this episode is definitely more dedicated to... I got really tired. I'm not going to lie. Your mom. I couldn't... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're there. So we're there right now. <laughs> So are, you know what I realized? Because every time we have a two-week gap, I miss this energy, and then I get real excited and hyper. Yeah. Because yeah. we're two minutes two minutes and 20 seconds in, and you just said that. We're here. 
We're here. I said your mom. I'm going to have to derail you one more time because there's something very important. I have to get off my chest. Go, 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 go. And, and, uh, basically we've the three of us have known each other well i've known the two of you for like a few years i'm now, so right? scared yeah i've known you guys for a few years we've we've had a, a a musical relationship which evolved into uh a friendship right mm-hmm. uh yeah. mm-hmm. close i would even i would dare to say close friends yeah, yeah. You can, I, I, I would uh, consider you, you can dare to say that you can dare it <laughs> whether it's true or not <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but, but what i'm saying is there is trust that comes along with being close friends. Oh, now I'm scared. And yesterday, there was a major breach in that trust. Okay? <laughs> there, there was... How did I know this is where it was going? I there knew this was, was where it was going. double teaming... No, no. I need to be taken seriously right now. <laughs> is, there, I need the audience to know yeah. that there was a major breach in trust yeah and i don't know if i can get back to trusting <laughs> ria and kunal so what had happened was ria sent me a cryptic text and mind you i didn't hear from them the entire week okay they've been missing i know there's a lot of things it, going on it was on. a little bit of kunal's a, going through a lot ria's a been week. really busy i i put myself in in my little conch shell which i do occasionally which ria and kunal are aware of yep. and so so all out of nowhere i get a text saying kush you have to watch this movie, Borders. I think Kunal must have sent yeah, the ori- original text. Yeah. And then Rio yeah. was just doubling down, saying she's the main character yep. in this movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. And usually, I take your guys' uh, opinion when it comes to you know art- different artistic things, and, and I'll go for it, and I'll start watching it. I was so angry the first 35 minutes of this movie that you guys told me to watch this and, and wait for a specific part in the movie. Did you see it? 35 minutes in. Did you see no, it? He no, he turned I, it off beforehand. I fucking turned oh, it off. Okay, okay. Uh, I fucking turned it off early. 35 minute mark. Yeah. Because I said, this bitch, this main character is hanging out with a moose outside of her own home. <laughs> Tell me that her scene wasn't is- amazing. <laughs> Her roommate is trying to have sex with her. And I said, there, this, there's usually you get the plot of a movie in yeah. the first 20 minutes. Yep. There was no knowing. There was nothing happening. Rhea, what was I so doing, I what was I doing while we were watching this movie? I was calling out genres that this movie was from scene to yeah. scene. Yeah. I was, was like, like, oh, oh now so it's now a buddy cop a... drama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, so, now this is a Nat Geo film. <laughs> yeah, so now it's a Nat Geo documentary. So, go ahead. Sorry. So I, I, I turn it off. And then I just went to Wikipedia to to know what you guys were talking about, just to try to figure out why you guys even watched this movie. Because I thought you watched the whole thing. And I was like, they made me watch this fucking piece of shit? (laughs) So I looked it up, and it was a movie about two trolls that end up falling in love? But you guys, and then there's this, and it's there's this violent sex fuck. scene. It's graphic. There is this a graphic. wild, wild sex scene. That's the moment I had to turn it off. And I couldn't, like, I felt like I couldn't breathe. And I didn't know, like, there was nothing that I could do to make that better. So I tried to look at the reviews and I tried to look at the rest of the plot, just like you did. Unfortunately, I got to that mark. And the wildest thing to me was that majority of people were talking about how beautiful and how beautifully done this film was. Yeah. And no. I was just so, <laughs> no. and, and the thing is like, some people were like, if you don't like, like this concept, you're probably 
uncomfortable with like things that are different from you. And I was like, yo, it's fucking <laughs> oh, weird. Oh, wow. I'm not allowed to say that. that it's fucking weird. One person was just yeah. like, the it's a very deep meaning. And I'm like, are people just trying to act like they're super, you know, knowledgeable about films or are they, or do they really believe like, this? Because even the life. review, that's generally even life. the review that I, I sent you <laughs> yeah. yesterday, the video, the yeah. YouTube video, that dude yeah. was laughing about the same things that we were laughing about and also grossed out by it. But he also was like, I still really liked the film and i was like okay maybe the concept in general but i was just like this is fucking weird and the thing is usually when we find things that weird we don't really know where you're gonna stand because sometimes i'm thinking maybe kush will see that artsy side of it that we don't see i a hundred percent thought kush would love this shit that's so so to be honest because recommended it to you for real i was like Kush, watch this (laughs) But I was not like, oh, this is a good... I was not like, this Kush will like it. I was just thinking, I want him to suffer through what we did. And then <laughs> I want so to... Him, that's no, the breach of trust. That, that's the breach that's of trust. The and breach then, of trust. I had and, good And also because this. I wanted to be able to talk about it with you guys as well. So, you know, if we are doing... Like, we are... I, I don't know why all y'all are doing this whole... We don't... You could say we're close friends. Like, yeah, we're fucking close friends. <laughs> you guys are so uncomfortable with talking about your emotions. I was like, there are three people that I talk to on a regular basis. Kush, myself, and my husband. <laughs> That's... There's three people. Okay, Smokey and Cookie, once in a while, my parents. Those but, are not people. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you think. No, I'm kidding. Um, okay. All <laughs> what, right. What? Weird. Um, but yeah, I was like, we need to, we need to have gone through this experience together because I, I was, and mind you, I didn't I come back from something when we watched. Oh it? yeah, I went out that night, and by oh, yeah. going out, I mean I came back by nine o'clock. But <laughs> I went out that night, came back. I was, I had like two drinks, so I was like slightly buzzed. I barely drink anymore. And we got some food, and I'm like, great, ready to like eat some food while buzz. And Kunal was at home; he didn't come out with me. And homeboy puts this on, so I was like, ooh, we got a movie. He's sometimes he's really good with that, where he's just like, I'm gonna order this movie, we're gonna watch it. I'm like, oh, fantastic. I started it. He was like, there was this really great review. And this dude said he walked into this movie by accident and it changed his life. Okay. And I think, okay. it was a, I think he was a New York Times film critic. It was. A, okay. But but I saw the article and it was on the New Yorker. Oh, maybe it was New Yorker then. New, New Yorker. Then. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, I guess either way, New Yorker, New York Times, right? Yeah. After a couple of minutes, both of us were like, what, what's happening? I could kind of appreciate the whole like her, what her power is or whatever. But then like the sex scene, I've never seen anything like it. And I never want to again. Yeah. And I feel I'm like, Kush, Kush, I feel if like that you, makes me you were trying to, then so be it. You were trying to finish your, you were trying to finish your thought. What, what was the rest of your, your thought on it? No, it was just, <clears throat> I appreciated. No, I, I didn't even appreciate <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I can respect people doing weird shit and experimental shit. Yep. And uh, even the concept, two trolls wanting to fuck each other, fine. <laughs> like, yeah. I can even get behind that. <laughs> yeah. But the the execution was just so boring to me. And it just didn't... I agree like, with that. The reve- there was nothing... Besides the power, like Rio saying, like, this woman, this main character, can sniff out people's emotions. Which is... Really cool concept. Yeah. Really yeah. fucking cool. Yep, yep, yep. But it just, 
it was a it was a level of weird that even I couldn't appreciate. Yeah, and yeah. and I that's the why I wanted scene? to know what you thought. What the was... moose scene was iconic to me. I think the moose what scene was that was my favorite scene. That? Fucking amazing. That was my favorite scene. The first thirty five minutes. Yeah, the, the moose scene was amazing. I don't know. I just think it was so beautiful it made me feel nice i was like this is so funny <laughs> oh to me um it's like Meef. the scene it's like the scene in the irishman because Rhea and i were re-watching the irishman for no reason this weekend it's like uh-huh. the scene about uh-huh. the fish in the irishman Rhea. at the end in the car where they just keep talking about why do you have a fish in your fucking car what kind of yeah, fish was but it? that shit was shit. funny man that's what i think <laughs> this moose scene was i think that this was a scene that was plugged in there to just like ease some tension of what the fuck am i watching yeah, being yeah. some lightness to it. Yeah, but um, um, it was just out of nowhere because everything was taken so seriously up until that point. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, yeah, I wanted you to see it just to get your your thought on it, and I'm happy that we did. I don't know if we were clear enough uh, at the top end of this discussion, but the movie is called Border, and it's I think yeah. a Swedish movie or something from the Nordic region. Yeah, Swedish, and uh, yeah. it came out in 2018. It's on Hulu. If you have Hulu, you can watch it. And don't. <laughs> and I think everyone should uh, take a gander at this fucking film because it ruined three of our three of our lives, basically. <laughs> Um, Luckily, I didn't get to see. I didn't see the actual sex scene, but I yeah. read it and I said no. Thank God, I stopped it before. Um. <laughs> so yeah. So I I uh, I read the synopsis once we got past the sex scene because then at that point I didn't want to watch anymore either. And I think I read it and we were lying there in bed and I read it and then I just turned my phone off and said, (laughs) (laughs) I just said, this is some weirdo shit. And I went the fuck to sleep. Cause like Rhea was like, so what happened? Like what's going on? And I was like, I, I don't want to discuss this anymore. Like I don't understand what's going on. So everyone should check this movie out. And by check it out, I mean, don't check it out. Um, yeah, I'm sure it's beautiful. I'm sure it has great fucking meanings and themes, but I just did not give a fuck. I think oh, you could do it five minutes yeah. into the movie. I think you could do it differently. Sorry. I think you could do all those themes differently. <laughs> you didn't have to do it with a graphic yeah. troll sex scene. But, <laughs> but I, <laughs> it was just so weird. Right? I think that's the main point. Did you like, see you, the review where he compared it to his two dogs? Yeah, I skimmed through that it. Yeah, was the, awesome. those two dogs yeah. was funny. That was oh really my great. god. So that's where we are, and actually that's an excellent way to start this episode, too, about like 13 minutes in or whatever, because I think there's a... So everything going on right now is about Ukraine, just every everything, yeah. right? Yeah. So there's not really any news anywhere else. I did try to look, but I couldn't find... I couldn't find much, and I, and I was tired, which I think is like a common thing on these episodes nowadays where I'm getting tired, but there's really like <laughs> nothing... There's really nothing interesting besides the Ukraine stuff, but what there is... Uh, that's going on right now is all this pop culture shit, which, Kush, I'm just going to throw it to you for that because you watched a couple things, I think. Um, And so take us through it because I haven't seen any of that stuff. I haven't seen any of it. Yeah, that's fine. So go through it. Uh, So the last last episode, I spoke about the Love is Blind season two where I talked about how there was some backlash on the Indian couple because... yeah. uh, the Indian guy at first seeing her after, you know, weeks of talking without knowing what each other looked like, he just grabbed her ass. Yeah. And that was like the first thing he did. Since you mentioned that, since you mentioned it, I've seen it. Yeah. I was just going to say that I've been seeing it. Yeah. yeah, People are discussing for sure. Yeah. And then I just wanted to like, um, follow up on it a little bit just to see what, what came out of it. So they're not together anymore. Uh She, did they get married? I think the whole thing about the show is they're supposed to get married at the end of the season or something Mm -hmm. like whoever wants to stay together. She didn't show up. So she left them at the altar. What was her name? And, 
Uh, her name is Dipti. I oh. forgot her last name. Okay, because there was like some By reunion, way, I think, where some other guy said he should have married her. <laughs> of course, of course he is. I wanted to of let you know this guy's Bengali. Don't say of course. We're decent of course people. Of course he is. We're decent people. You don't normally see Bengalis fucking it up all over the place. <laughs> you know? We're just too busy like pretending that we are like Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. So what so what's going on? <laughs> nice. Um so so they're not together anymore because she left him at the altar and apparently there was some stuff with the other cast members where he would tell them like, oh, he actually doesn't find her attractive. Oh, oh my God. So, t- so to backtrack on the ass grabbing thing. So he apparently did tell her that he was going to grab her like that um, before they met because he was just so into her, I guess. But then he told people afterwards that he wasn't that attracted to her. Wait, I'm and, so confused. He oh, let her know, yeah. hey, when I meet you, I'm going to grab your ass. Yeah, that's a strange. That's, that's what he said on the show. That's strange. He's like, I, I already let her know that I'm going to get all of that or something. <laughs> Whatever the fuck oh, was. Oh, God, man. I don't know his exact quote, but he was real douchey about it. Huh. And um, I mean, I it's not it's not got past, in her head. It's not past producers to like leave that part out just to like ramp yeah. up the shit. So oh, I, but I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know if I believe him, but OK, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And then. um. But apparently, like, she found out that he was not speaking highly of her from other cast members. That's so, <laughs> so weird she was, that you would do that and marry this person, like, on a TV show. Yeah, but, you know, it, it, this guy seems like the kind of guy that just wants the, the limelight. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's over, which, thankfully. Which, to be fair, that exists in every culture. And it's just been normalized mm-hmm. in other cultures to where we've seen... We've seen it for, like, 20 years, The Bachelor and, like, yeah. all these other shows. Yeah. So now we just it's have... It's just jarring our, when you it's see It's jarring because it's our Indian guy doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, yeah. Um, so that's, that's enough about Love is Blind. Unless you had something to say, Rhea. I was just going to say that... Uh, oh, I saw this one clip where he was talking to his mom saying, like, you know, I can't help it, basically, if I'm not attracted, something like that. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and his mom, essentially, she seems like a nice human being. And she was like, she was like, you know, it's really hard for me to take your side right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Good for she mom, said, yeah. me, G. And then she, yeah. she said, you know, she deserves somebody who will... She's like, she, someone will love her for, like, everything that she is. Her looks, her brain, her whatever. So she deserves that person. Person and it's really hard to side with what you're saying right now. Yeah, did she that, say that it in Bangla or what, what no, no, no? She said it in English. Oh. Also, really random, but you guys know how um, I think Kush I mentioned to you, Jay Wolf is like a, a family friend of mine. Yeah. So I saw his story and he posted that Jay Wolf is not very involved in the Brown community, but he posted um, for people that don't know, he's a DJ producer. He's yeah, a he's DJ a producer. producer. Yeah, he did. His India name is Summer. We call him we call him Shojib because that's his name Sajib Shojib, nice. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but he posted on his story that apparently this guy Abhi and he first of all can we just talk about the fact that his name is Abhishek and he changed it to Shake S H A K E that's pretty common that's a normal thing lie. that's a normal yeah. thing Shake yeah I knew For one sh- Abhishek yeah. yeah oh god but like <laughs> like S H A K wait I missed something what did I miss. <laughs> What I mean? Nah, Don't that's that's it. not one we can discuss on the podcast. But yeah, yeah. that's a normal that's Won't a normal even thing. Tell me. No, I can tell yeah. you after the podcast. That's not for <laughs> yeah. recording consumption. Okay. Suffice um, to say that's common. So yes. So that's yeah, okay. Then I, I found that very douchey anyways. But anyways, <laughs> so then he so Jay Wolf goes on his story, he said apparently 
Abhishek was at Jay Wolf's concert like a couple of years ago and he like posted. And so he must have re liked it and he must have reposted it some time ago. And yeah. now he, because he's on that show, he realized who that is. So he reposted on his story and he was like, oh shit. He was like, I guess this dude was at my concert before. And he's like, I guess he's a fan. And then he put on his next story was to be clear, I'm not a fan. I understand that his brown card has been revoked, right? <laughs> um, yeah. And then that dude, Abhishek, fucking DMs him and was just like, Fuck out of here. You could take your brown card back, bro. I was just a fan. Fuck you. Oh, <laughs> and then and then Jay oh. Wolf posted that and he goes, LOL, I'm beefing with Abhishek because Jay Wolf is really low key. He's like very yeah, low key. Yeah. And then I messaged him and I was like, dude, you made it. You're fucking beefing with a Love is Blind actor. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was just so funny because he's just like, LOL, he's beef. He's like, I guess I'm beefing with Abhishek from Love is Blind now. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, if he God. needs backup, tell, tell him he could tap me in. <laughs> I'm down. Oh my God. I will, I will be no I think man. everyone would be on his side at yeah. this point because this dude was like fuck you bro I just was a fan yeah. man I I've like your music that. but fuck you <laughs> I think what I've seen a lot of online when I'm like and, and primarily like I'll be seeing stuff on like Instagram or Reddit I think those are like the two places where I'll see stuff the stuff that I've been seeing yeah. on Reddit is like shake is every Indian fuckboy <laughs> And like shake is every of Indian. Of course that's going to happen. And, and shake is every, every Indian fuck dude. Boy. And, and exactly. And I was just like, I don't even, that I'm not annoys getting, me so much. I don't get like yeah. actually as triggered as I thought I would seeing it because I used to back in the day, but I think I've said yeah. it so much that I'm just like, this is never going to, people are never going to actually think about the words they write like ever. Yeah. Yeah. They're just going to go generalize the whole fucking thing. But that's, that's what I've been seeing. Um, a lot of. Yeah. And it was kind of interesting because in some of these threads, I've actually seen people very thoughtfully respond back actually to that and say mm-hmm. what we're saying, which is that like, yeah, the, these fuckboys exist in every single culture. There's no yeah. need to like generalize everybody. Um, right. yeah. And I've seen some pretty thoughtful responses, which I did not think I would see before. So that's all. Yeah. Um, but yeah. He, he, but is the, the he is the flavor of, of the moment right think now. that hard. Yeah, right. They don't. They really don't. Um, and they've yeah. had their own like experiences that color whatever, and they just kind of say whatever they need to. So, yeah. But yeah, shake I mean, flavor of the moment, yeah. the chocolate yeah. flavor of the moment. Ugh. Might I? Might I add? And man, yeah. he's like really confident about how like terrible he is. <laughs> yeah, it's you it's know wild. he's just like well, kind of like owns the shit out of how ugh, he just. Well, he, if he's trying to build a character that he can then do other yeah. things with. I yeah. guess that's what he's got to do, right? But it's it's weird to yeah. me. It's definitely weird to me. Also, yeah. I'm, I imagine from their perspective, like, because it's it's a like it's a dumb reality show, right? Like, people are just having fun with it, even if there is drama. Like, they're they're trying to make the best of it because otherwise they're gonna end up killing themselves, like yeah. from all the the backlash, you know. But yeah, people are flawed. Like that's just how it is. Would you say um, that he's the? Would you say that because so we don't have a whole lot of these shows and characters on the air. So then I start thinking about comparisons and stuff. Would you say yeah. that he is the male version of Aparna? I didn't That's watch that show, question. but I'm wondering is he cuz she gets very like she gets very built up for a lot of things yeah. that I don't necessarily agree with either, like fully. Yeah. Um but I'm wondering if like he's getting ripped down for stuff that maybe she also does. Like, like the, like, in, it, I'm not being clear about this, but like. The editing. The, okay. Because of the editing. She's so right? confident so and like, so whatever, but like, it's cool in her space, but maybe not for him. But he sounds like a disrespectful fuck on top of it. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. But. So Aparna's thing is that she was edited to look like the way she looks and 
having okay. the backlash that she got as being like somebody that's unlikable and just like rude and whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, the, I guess the same thing could be said about sh- uh, <laughs> I'm not should I say shake yeah. shake as well, <laughs> right? But the he I seems to own it though. Aparna, he seems to own it. Aparna did too because she was able to turn around a lot of the backlash and made it like a female empowerment thing. Right. Where she's telling people this is what media does to women. Uh, when oh, we're opinionated, okay. we're we're broken down and stuff. And a lot of times that is 100% true. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, sometimes sure. you could just be a shitty person. But yeah. she was smart in controlling the narrative. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because she's releasing a book that's about all that. Yeah. Or she released it already, I think. Yeah. And uh, Shake, I don't think he has any kind of advantage uh, of changing the narrative just because he is a, a, a man. <laughs> and I mean, it's hard to probably edit him in a bad light because like the things he was doing and saying yeah. like it's, it's they're just naturally him yeah, yeah. like he's yeah. definitely doing yeah. like 100% really doing the shit that people don't like whereas like Aparna maybe yeah she said a couple of things but like I don't know that it compares yeah, yeah it doesn't compare uh, yeah, so I they are that. similar in some sense but also very different yeah. situations yeah got it okay that's interesting um, just cause yeah we yeah. have so few characters and I'm like intrigued by that um yeah well good i don't know am i supposed to say good luck to this motherfucker he sounds no, like trash i don't know just no whatever. say good luck to dipti good luck to, oh good luck i to wanted Deepthi. to say one thing and i actually was trying to i was gonna get your reaction Kunal, before yeah. i wanted uh-huh. to like film your reaction before but i didn't because you had like a crazy week so i was like let me not put this on top of this but i have an old friend like a like a family friend kind of thing and um she hit me up and she was like hey she's like this is so random and i hope kunal doesn't hate me for saying this but um she was like first of all this dude abhishek like why did he have to be bengali right Mm, and then she was like but there's something that he kind of looks like kunal she was like not at all personality wise i don't know what this guy looks like at all i have zero idea well so the thing is that i actually I actually looked him up after that and I was like, I don't see it at all. And then I asked Shoma and she was like, there's no way. Cause she watches it too. And she was like, Kunal doesn't look even a little bit like this. So I wanted to get your reaction. And I was hoping you were going to flip the fuck out because honestly, he's really fucking ugly. Oh, I think no. it's just the salt and pepper thing. About Should I look him up he's right a very now? Salt he's, a skinny, and pep- he's a skinny dude with salt and pepper beard. Well, then yeah, you got me. That's... You got me wrong on one <laughs> count because I ain't skinny. You feel me? You got me one. You got me wrong there. You got them thunder thighs. I got the big ass thighs right there. Those oh. TTs. You got some titties. <laughs> oh, this guy, this fucking clown. No fucking way. This yeah, fucking thank you. scumbag. Thank you. He looks like Jay Shetty. He looks like a young Jay Shetty. He looks more like Jay Shetty. Oh my god, he does. Then he looks like, like me. Cool. No, Wait, he that's disrespectful. Does. Yeah, that's disrespectful. Okay. Tell this girl anywhere she wants. I will meet her. We can square up. We can square up. <laughs> I will fight her. That is not cool. Ew. And I'm seeing poses of this dude. Fuck this clown. I mean, okay, I see one picture where like, okay, look, he looks all right. He looks fine. But um, he's just clean cut, but in a douchey, in like a Wall yeah, Street douchey way. Yeah, fuck Ugh. this You're dude. Not, no. Kunal's like, like creative clean cut. Yeah, he's creative clean I, cut. I don't know. But also I, this doesn't, this dude doesn't look anything like there's not even a slight resemblance. He yeah. actually does look like Jay Shetty. I was like, who does he fucking look he looks like? like he, looks like, he looks like he manages a Taco Bell. And like, that's not to say anything <laughs> wrong with that, because I would do that no, 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 if no, no, it's no. fine. Wait, but wait, like, correction. Really... Correction. His dad bought the Taco Bell for him for because him. he failed out of yes. college and didn't yes, yes, have yes, yes, anything yes. else to do. Yeah. Bam! I yeah, actually solid. know somebody whose dad bought him a fucking 7-Eleven because he couldn't do anything with his life. 
I'm just I'm just looking at this man's smile and I'm like, ah, he owns a Taco Bell for sure. Like for <laughs> sure he's that guy. Uh, he has that look. Yeah, and he's got one tat he's got a shirtless picture with one tattoo on his man, fuck you, dog. No way. Nope. No. No, that's not me. Bengali representation, baby. This yeah. is not um, what I asked for. I didn't want this. I don't want them representing me. Yo, tell Please. her I'll square up. Tell tell her it's a wrap. This card is we revoked. will never be friends. I, I think I think you're gonna have to square and, up with her. And shout out and shout out to Shoma for for supporting properly. Disagreeing. Yeah. She was yeah. like, I would be upset if Kunal didn't get mad at that. Yes. Yes. There we go. That's a real one. Um, she nice. was like, dude, not even a little bit. The dull, Thanks, the dull player Kunal in a bad mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You woke me up. You woke me the fuck up. Um, the dull player. He googled. He said, "This motherfucker, this fucking ugly ass Jay Shetty looking motherfucker." Yeah, which like no disrespect to Jay Shetty, you just look like him. That he looks dead on yeah. like that guy. He looks like a young does, version yeah. of him. Um, the yeah. dull player in Love Is Blind is somebody I know. Which oh, there's a dull player. Yeah, there's yeah, a dull player at the yeah. wedding who's like uh, he's got some pretty good camera time and stuff and. He he nice. ended up being this guy that I know, which is cool. Oh, that was good. interesting. That's I was like, cool. oh, cool, good for you, bro. That's really nice. Uh, nice. So, what's next on the docket? Mogul Mowgli, bro. My life story is that what is that what's happening here? What's going on? Mogul Mowgli. I hope it's not your life story okay, good. because okay, okay, good. you're gonna go through a lot if it is. Oh, boy. Um, oh, no. But oh boy, it is. I think the best Riz Ahmed movie I've seen. Oh, okay, and probably one of the best hip-hop movies i've seen what else has riz ahmed been in he's been in sound of metal he's been in rogue one star wars star wars rogue Rogue one One, right um he was in this movie called four lions i think that was like one of the first things he ever did which is actually really good so i don't know if he was in the night of which is not a movie but is a show uh he's got serious see that but he has serious acting chops and you're saying this is this is the one yeah he was in venom venom okay Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 okay yeah, I've so only he's, seen he's done some big metal. things, and for yeah, Sound he's, of he's Metal, done some big things, and for Sound of Metal, he was uh, nominated for an Oscar, right? Yeah. So, and he was in the OA. He oh, was, yeah, yeah, he was, yeah, th- he was FBI oh, agent or therapist. Yeah, yeah, he was a therapist. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're saying this is the one? Okay, take us through it. I I think I I liked it better than Sound of Metal, and Sound of Metal he was really good in, and uh, it was it was it was really good. But basically, I don't want to tell you too much but he's a british pakistani rapper that goes back after two years of not seeing his parents goes back to visit them for a particular reason oh, and sure. uh i don't want to give yeah, yeah i don't yeah, even want to tell excited. you more than that because it's, it's pretty tonight? good maybe maybe we could i'm, I'm gonna ask kush yeah. a question at the end of this when he's done that okay. will decide and, uh, it's actually it doesn't even focus that much on the the hip-hop part of it okay but it, it does frame everything in a in a really nice way. And the, the thing that I loved most about this movie is I went in skeptical because a lot of these brown-focused movies, I it's hard for me to tell whether people are enjoying it because it's like, oh my God, that's me. That's like, I see, I see right. our people in this movie. Like, I don't know how much of a lot of movies people like it because of that mm-hmm. or if the movie's actually good. And for me, particularly, this kind of broke down that skepticism because not only were there a lot of things that kind of encompassed brown life and what it's like to be, uh, you know, a brown human being in a non-brown world. Um, yeah. It also, it just made it 
it, it came off as authentic. Like it wasn't forced down your throat that this is mm. a brown movie. Oh, like everything good. happened naturally. The characters are endearing. Um, he's he's great in it. And um, even the supporting actors. Kunal, there's this one character. His name is RPG. Nice. Fucking great. And like there's a, there's a good amount of humor in this. But it's okay. very subtle. Mm. Which I really appreciate. It's, it's a very serious tone movie. But there's some parts that are so serious that come off as funny and I think it's supposed to be like a little bit humorous and I, I, I really appreciated that about it but it's, yeah, it's really cool. good okay. it's on HBO Max everybody should go watch Mogul oh movie. it is okay I was gonna ask you where it was because yeah um, yeah okay that makes it much easier I think we could we could totally take a crack super, at this one um, super easy yeah. I think uh, and it's very surreal like the editing is really good the directing is really good it's just done so creatively I was nice Okay. Pretty surprised because I didn't know anything about it. The director is a guy named uh, Tariq Bassem, I think is his name. He's a Bengali yeah. dude from Queens. Um, yeah. Yeah. So when this first came out, I remember talking about it on, on the podcast. And I was like, yo, guys, mm-hmm. we, should, we should check this out at some point. And then I did immediately what I always do, which is I found his fucking phone number and email and kept hitting him up. And reached out to him, yeah. yeah, reached out to him uh, for various various things. Didn't didn't hear anything back, but that is such as the life of a cold emailer. And uh, I'm glad that the movie still did really well, um, especially because it had a really great premise. I thought it was a really cool, really cool premise. The only thing, yeah, really cool premise. The only the only thing that made that that I thought was potentially going to make me mad was just that I was like, this is the life that I've been trying to do. I'm not involved. I want to be fucking involved. And I thought that that would. Um, I thought that, that would that make is going to anger you a little bit. Okay, that's what I was going to ask it, you. It, it kind of upset me too because I was like, "Damn, I kind of wish this was like what was actually happening, and I could have represented this in this way." But yeah. you're going to get over that just because you're going to be so enthralled by like the performances and stuff. Okay, uh, the girl that plays his manager, her name is Anjana Vasan. I fucking love her. She, uh, I talked about her before. She was in the the show We Are Lady Parts on Peacock which is the all-female rock oh, band. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's yeah. Muslim. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Uh, she's awesome in this. She doesn't have that much screen time, but she's great. And then the guy who plays RPG is fucking <laughs> awesome, even though he's in it for like two minutes. Okay. All right. I'm in. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. I'll, I'll check it out or whatever. Um, good for them. And yeah. there's a Bengali joke in there. Uh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. So you'll catch that too. Okay, cool. So then Mogul Mowgli, that's, that's for everyone to watch. Maybe we'll... Uh, We'll have some thoughts on it by the next episode or whatnot. Yeah. Um, in the in the in the added world of pop culture, I guess we have some Indian we have some Indian chefs who are being spotlighted for James Beard Awards. Is that true? Because yeah, so that's a big deal. That's a big fucking deal. The James Beard Award is uh, one of the most prestigious honors in America that recognizes exceptional talent in culinary yeah. and food huge media award. stuff. Huge award. Yeah. And uh, there's a bunch of semi-finalists that are Indian-American. So one guy I noted uh, was Ashok Bajaj. Uh And he's up for Outstanding Restauranteur. 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 So like the owner, basically. Yeah, the owner. Oh, Rasika. Yo, I wonder if that's... Is he the... Is he the... Maybe... I'll I'll Google this. Continue. Yeah, yeah. And (laughs) then uh, there's this restaurant called Jaipani in Asheville, North Carolina, which is known for its like street food and stuff, uh, which is going for the Outstanding Restaurant Award. Ah, um, okay, I got it. Yeah, I just Googled it. So Ashok Bajaj is that book that he yeah. wrote, I guess, Rustica Flavors of India. He owns mm-hmm. Rustica in D.C., which is like 
Yeah. The very well-known Indian restaurant. I've ate there and it's fantastic. It's really good. Like Obama ate there. Um, ah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like a very, and the reason that I even went to that restaurant was because I was looking up restaurants in DC and that was the mm-hmm. only fucking restaurant that back when I was in college, which is like over a decade ago, Indian restaurant that had a fantastic website. I saw their like oh, marketing. They actually had a good they website a, instead of a shitty. They had a like, very nice website. Like somebody really put time into it and like it was very pretty. It was like flash. So like you would click yeah. on things and they would morph and stuff. And I was like, oh, I like this. And so I went there and very good food, like a really cool, really cool dining experience. I don't know if it's like gotten worse or gotten better or whatever, but like that's probably well-deserved because yeah, Obama yeah. ate there. I'm sure other very prominent people eat there. It's got to be really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, there's some other names. I'm going to, I'm not going to name all of the names that I noted here, but um, so like there's a Hina Patel that's going for best chef in California. Okay. I've known a Hina dope. Patel in my life. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And then in general, there's five Indian American chefs that made it to the semifinals for best chefs. Wow. Holy shit. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. I'm happy really that the cool. food is finally getting onto the map to that level. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, everybody yeah. fucking loves Indian food, but no one wants to give it the credibility because they're like, it's a bunch of curries. Fuck you and your goddamn <laughs> basic ass white man. It's palette. that one. Yeah. It's that one fucking article that that yeah. comes up all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But in general, though, I think most people think of like Indian food as like comfort food, which it absolutely is. But just because it's comfort food and just you because know, your bar being. I for some reason it's like French cuisine is like the first thing that people think yeah. about when they think and about French like cuisine can suck a dick. Let's be honest. French cu- <laughs> cuisine can suck French, multiple dicks multiple at the dicks, same time. To be honest, yeah. French y'all is eat not. snails, right? Yeah. Y'all eat fucking snails. And you guys gave it a fucking name as if that's gonna change how I feel about it. Escargot. It's fucking snails. <laughs> yeah. Stop calling it random shit because you want me to believe that it tastes better than it is. Oh, squeeze some butter on it. Oh. You squeeze butter on anything. Squeeze butter. You put butter in anything and it'll taste good. Oh my god, I want a squeeze bottle of butter. <laughs> mm. I just yeah, that that's good. a. Yeah, putting butter on anything really does make <laughs> yeah. it better unless yeah. it's like an ice cream sundae. So I will disagree with you there. But yeah, also maybe like a sugary butter on that case. Ooh, uh, I, damn, uh, girl, you know, you know how to you, solve issues. I mean, am I a that James sounds, Beard contestant? Sounds, maybe. <laughs> yes. I'm not going to lie. That sounds kind of foul. <laughs> sugary butter on an ice sugary cream sundae. Butter? No, I'm you know why it. that's okay? Why? Because you've had rotli with butter and sugar. Oh, that's true. It's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're just taking out one step. But yeah, all, you don't step. know. Okay. You you don't okay. know taste and I, but, you, but also <laughs> leave it to the chef, please. I also I also don't know who like died and appointed French cuisine the the top of the hierarchy. I think we've discussed this before though, so we don't yeah. have to like yeah, we have. fully go yeah. further. But I I'll never I'll never understand um I'll never understand that one. But the point that I wanted to make was, Ria, you're mentioning. Uh, something called comfort food. And for people of our persuasion, I think that all food brings comfort. So <laughs> I don't really know what comfort food is because all food what makes you, me what feel do you mean comfortable. People of our persuasion. Um, uh, fat folks like us. <laughs> who, like, who, like to, who like to just eat everything. I like, thought you originally meant brown people. I said, what do you mean? Okay, no, no, no. Now it makes sense. No, no, no. In the morning? 
in the morning, it is very, very common, especially on the weekends when we're not stressed out. Dude, we open our eyes. When one of us tries to see if the other one's awake, right? And we mm-hmm. open our eyes and we literally look at each other and one of us goes, I'm hungry. <laughs> like, first words. It's just like, no. Like, one person says it or the other person says it and the other person goes, yeah, what are we going to eat? And we any haven't food, even fucking opened our eyes. Yeah, yet. and any food you give me is going to make me comfortable. So, like, it's all comfort food <laughs> to me. Like, I'm I'm happy. You give me food. I'm pretty comfortable then. Yeah, uh, that's amazing. But, but, but congrats to all these people, whoever eventually, I think they crowned one recipient of the James Beard Award. I don't know. Maybe they maybe multiple yeah, people I'm get not it. Sure. I'm not there's a sure, bunch but. of categories. Why right. don't they call um, it the James Mustache Award? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, just live in this. All right. Just live in this for a little bit. <laughs> just live in it. <laughs> this, I'm, this is obscene. <laughs> bathe in it. Yeah, this is obscene. I was like, must I? I have to fucking bathe in this on a daily basis. Yeah, like for I the think, rest of my life. I have to hear these jokes forever. Um, you are one to talk, but I do like them. Mustache, I have to listen to this all the time. <laughs> okay. Wow. All righty. All righty. So, so then now closing. So now bringing closing the loop on what I said at the the top of the episode, which is, uh, that's kind of like sorry, 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 sorry. Oh. What's the what's the Bango word for mustache? Much. Oh, it's the same. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Muchi. <laughs> Mochi. Um, why am I just saying fucking things? I feel like <laughs> I feel like Roman. Words. I feel like Roman Roy right now. Like I'm just like verbal vomiting. <laughs> just right now. searching for words. Yeah. Um, no, sorry, to, I threw you off. No, that's fine. To close the loop. Uh, yeah, Ukraine's obviously been huge in the news. So that's our whole pop culture round roundup. I think I don't know that there's other stuff that's really permeating culture right now. But I found some interesting things on uh, on Ukraine, and then something interesting about Indian elections, which is going to make you guys laugh. So I think Fun I'll enough. go for I'll go. <laughs> for the election one first uh and then and then we can kind of maybe we can talk about the one article uh that you found kush and then we can just end off with ukraine because honestly i don't know that there's anything new we're going to tell people it's just going to depress them and i'd rather just leave you with (laughs) depression than than (laughs) talk about actually is that smart should i talk about ukraine right now Maybe I should talk about Ukraine right now. I mean, the 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 last story that I have is a feel good story. Oh, okay. So I think it's fine. Okay, so yeah. you know what? Actually, I will do that. I will talk about Ukraine right now. Let's get it out of the way so that we don't depress people. Yeah. Um, even though yeah. I just said I love depressing people. So <laughs> obviously, obviously, get a hold of yourself. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, uh, there's been a conflict in Ukraine, a fucking war, uh, going on for about a week, <laughs> a week and a half, two weeks. I don't know. I think it's very strange that it's kind of normalized. Uh, we wake up every day here. Like, Rhea and I walked and got breakfast today this morning, and there's literally a fucking war going on war across going the world. On, yeah. I think yeah. that's a very yeah. strange place to be in. Um, it's surreal. It's very surreal. And I think, like, I was thinking about it this morning because I was looking at an update about the Ukrainian war, and I was wondering if Zelensky's still alive, which is just a funny question to ask yourself, uh, yeah. the president mm-hmm. of Ukraine. Yeah. But that's where, once I saw his name, I was expecting the update to say, like, oh, he's been killed or whatever, because I think that once he goes, if he goes, that whole movement is just going to get shut down, right? Like, they have a very, mm-hmm. they have a very, like, this dude is out there on the front lines. He's in it with them. He's doing what leaders should do. But... What that unfortunately means is if he gets taken out, it's it's hard. The movement could just yeah. could just fucking crumble right there, right? But um, it's uh, they're in a really they're in a really low spot. So I was I was thinking about it, and I was reading um, I was reading an update on it, and I was just kind of like, 
baffling to me that as we were walking and as I've kind of been like over the past few, you know, the week, week and a half when this all started, you know, I'll go for walks. I'll, we'll go grocery shopping. We'll do whatever. Life is kind of normal. It's kind of just like, yeah. yeah, for us over here, it's just kind of normal. And I think most people are on the side of the Ukrainians. Um, Mm -hmm. and they're really proud of this Zelensky dude, like just being on the front line there, but nobody is lifting a finger just yet. Like everybody's just kind of waiting. And I don't mean us, we don't have the power to really do anything. I mean like the powers that be, yeah, they're not really, they're just kind of like watching and waiting. But do you think they're afraid because of fucking Putin? Like he's kind of put out this like statement that he fucked shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is that going to cause a world war, right? Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Everyone is trying to approach this very cautiously and I appreciate that. It makes sense. It's just, it's so weird that like the entire news cycle, I think the news cycle is getting tired of it. That's what I was thinking. Is that like, it's now been a week. It's been about a week and a half. Zelensky's out there. He's still alive. And everyone's just kind of like, all right, let's just, you know, let this shit play out. And I'm like, this is so fucking wild that you have people who have nuclear arms, who have biological weapons, who have all this sort of stuff. It's happening in real time right now. And I do kind of feel like our news cycle is like slowing down on Ukraine until the next big thing happens. Yeah, And that's yeah, yeah. such a guess, fucking yeah, weird place yeah. to be like that. How is that our news? How is that our culture yeah. nowadays that... You know, I don't really care right now, which is weird. Like, I'm just living my life right now. But you can bet that when a news report comes in that a hospital got demolished by Russians or something, then bam, I'll be back into it caring again. But until then, I'm just out here living my fucking life. And those people over there are like dying. It's like a real ass war. It's a very strange thought that, you know. Yeah, there's a disassociation that happens because of the distance. Because I'm sure a lot of Californians, like, let's talk about the U.S. specifically, right? So I'm sure a lot of people in California didn't really understand how devastating 9-11 was for the East Coast. Sure, Mm -hmm. sure. You know, unless they knew people from there. Like, it's hard to grasp something that major when you're on the other side of the country or the world Mm -hmm. and not yeah. really understanding what's happening. Yeah. I just, I just think it's like, it's a bit of that. And it's just a bit of like really weird complacency in like the 21st, 22nd century, 21st century. I don't know, whatever fucking century we're in. That it's just like a little bit of complacency where like these should not be the problems we're dealing with. And this, the, and the, this should not be the way that we all approach these problems. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there should be a better way, but it's like, it's Honestly, really everything- weird. everything no matter what we're seeing is clickbaity, right? Like they want to just grab you with the most right. jarring information and right. situation. And, and like, so when things are just like, okay, cool. Like no major stuff has been bombed yet. And like homeboy's still alive. So like, exactly. we're going to hold off. And until isn't like that fucked up? Isn't yeah. that fucked yeah. up? That is like, fucked up, yeah. It is, yeah. But we it's are like living the, in this like era where literally like I see, I see, this is unrelated, but kind of, but I see shit all the time with like uh, reels by people who consider themselves to be like Instagram, um, like branding people and marketing people that help you. Mm -hmm. Right. And so Mm -hmm. they talk about like, well, you don't have to do reels, but you should, because the future of content is consuming like three to five seconds. And I was like, three to five, look, that's where we're (laughs) at. Three to five seconds of content. Well, that's where, that's what Vine was. Yeah, Yeah. it was, you know? And it's just like, dude, like what is happening? Because inevitably this does affect our brains. And I think it will 
passed down to the future generations. Like, what is happening that we cannot stand to consume more than five seconds of information without having something to really fucking pull you in? Like, is life just fucking or, clickbait? It's jarring. Or just because, you know, in the three to five seconds, that's the optimal period of time where you can make a sale because that's really all it's for. Yeah. Like, is <laughs> yeah. that... Is that really the goal? Takes here? me three to five seconds like, to say the, hello. Yeah, like, I'm Kevin from the office. Hi. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what is the goal here? Like, we should, you know, that's that's a good point. That's a really good point. Um, yeah, but yeah, literally I, now I get fed shit about like the optimal reel is fucking six seconds with text that will hopefully allow you to read for more than six seconds. So you're essentially tricking the people into continuously watching your video so that you can read the whole text. Jeez. It's wild. I should have been a data analyst. <sighs> yeah. Seriously. It's they stressful. make bank. They make bank. Um, so speak, you know, continuing on with Ukraine. So I, I've been seeing random stories that I, I don't know if they're real. I, Maybe they could be, because obviously when you're dealing with like the Russian misinformation campaigns and stuff, you don't know. So I, I would I would definitely tell people like take what you're seeing with a grain of salt, like definitely make sure yeah. your sources are correct and stuff. But something that I have been seeing over and over, so maybe it's true, I don't know, is that a lot of colored people are getting turned away at the borders, um, people who are leaving right. Ukraine of like Poland and stuff like that. Uh, and you know, people just kind of reiterating that, yeah, this is horrible. This is a really terrible tragedy, but the world is paying a lot more attention because these are white people, uh, who look like, you know, who look like them, who are being subject to all this atrocious shit going on, which is to be honest, like daily life for people in like the middle East. Um, and we paint, and we paint them out to be like fucking savages. Whereas these guys, it's like, yeah. yeah, Whereas these guys, it's kind of like, Oh God, we need to help them. And like the immediate response is like, we need to help them and all that sort of stuff. So I've been seeing stories where people, uh, you know, are like saying that these people who are colored, who are trying to escape Ukraine are getting held back and like, and the putting Ukra- like last on the list yeah, and shit. Being, being yeah. put last on the list to get out. And then when they reach the borders of like the bordering countries, and I think Poland's like the main one that they're talking about, they're getting turned away, like in the cold and stuff. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the, the Ukrainians who look ethnically like white, I guess, uh, are being accepted. And so, I don't know how I don't know how real that is. That I don't doubt it. I'll say I don't doubt it. Um, I yeah, had I'm sure it is happening for some sure. sure. And my close friend went to medical school. My best friend went to school uh, in Poland, and he said a lot about how racist it was over there, um, and just yeah. like how you knew as a colored person to stay out of cer- certain areas or just know when, like you know, you're going to be in a dangerous situation. Just go home. Something yeah. like that. Uh, same thing that I say about America, I would say about Poland, which is just that like, just because the civil rights act in America happened in the sixties and we're now in 2022, that doesn't mean like racism has gone. Uh, that just means yeah. that, right. you know, a lot of people think that, but people who are like 18 or 20 back then, they're still alive and they still had yeah. families through that whole period. Um, so that racism like is still there. And so if yeah. my friend went to medical school less than a decade ago, and was feeling racism in Poland, like outright craziness. I don't assume it's any better now. So yeah. I do yeah. I do believe people are going through it, but that's something to pay attention to um, because I did see reports of that. I do think that I'm on the side of that is horrible, but also what's happening to them is horrible. So you can't just, because there's a lot of people who are like, oh, they're turning colored people away. Well, then fuck that whole thing. I don't give a shit about it anymore. And I was like, that's, 
that's not how I feel about it. Like, it's I don't think it's complicated as hell it's, because it's yeah. like human beings' yeah. lives that are being fucked with and, you know, yeah. dying. And, shit. and I don't think all but the Ukrainians is, yeah. are racist. Like, I, that's not what right. I'm doing. No, it's the issue is always, well, not always, but it's a lot of times it's with people in power. Yeah. Like, yeah. when it comes to yeah. racism, right? Like, because yeah. they're the ones that make the laws and they're the ones that decide. And they set the example. Make the big really. decisions. Yeah. So. It's uh, it's interesting. So then I, so then uh, to finish it off, um, apparently BAPS. <laughs> I got sent over a DM from somebody who knows how I feel about <laughs> oh, BAPS. God. They're sending volunteers over there to uh, work in like food kitchens, um, <laughs> which is, which is like really great of them to uh-huh. do. I think like yeah. okay, that's that's fantastic. I don't know that you're going to be welcomed with open arms. I also don't know what <laughs> your, <laughs> I don't know what your uh, capabilities are over there to uh, be doing all this, to be helping people. But nonetheless, you're helping, and that's great. But also, why aren't you sending your slaves over? Why aren't you sending Mm. those people from here over that you were taking their passports (laughs) and making them build your shit? How about you send those motherfuckers over? When you first said that, I thought it was because they couldn't use their indentured (laughs) servants (laughs) anymore. Actually, that's a much better better angle at it. You're right. You're right. And that's why they're they're getting volunteers for the soup kitchen, because... And they realize been, they have to pay these people. And the first thing I thought was just like, yo, this is a great way for them to like when it does, because it's been really quiet on that front. We haven't heard anything new. I think yep. they're just investigating right now, right? Yeah, whatever they're so. doing. But these guys are definitely <laughs> going to be able to point to like, hey, we sent people over in Ukraine. Like it's going to be goodwill. What they're trying to do is goodwill. Oh, yeah. I don't trust them. Yeah. I don't trust them not one bit. So that's yeah. how I, mean, I was taking a look at it. Um, <laughs> and and uh, so India. India's involvement in this whole Ukraine thing is very interesting. Um, Or lack of. (laughs) Or lack of, exactly. So the world has condemned Russia. Um, India has not. There are a few countries that, there are a very few countries that have not condemned Russia. And unfortunately, India is one of them. Um, There was a a United Nations vote to censure Russia. Russia, which was taken, which I think is fucking hilarious, by the way. Like, they take vote. The the dumbest fucking shit that I can ever think of is they take a vote to (laughs) censure Russia, to basically send them a letter and be like, you guys are doing a bad thing. That's what they do. Um, So in that vote, uh, India abstained. They actually chose not to vote, along with 31 other, 33 other countries. And it's very interesting Jeez. To hear two of the countries that also abstained with India, uh, because I would love to point this in the face of every fucking dickbag, piece of shit, nationalist, scumbag fuck that they uh-huh. voted in line with Pakistan and China to abstain to censure Russia. Wow. So Amazing. You, so you so guys India voted. is Pakistan and China. Yes. They, both their enemies, they voted with them. They were like, yep, we're going to vote with you. Because you are what you hate. Exactly. And, <laughs> and uh, so in India's defense and what India has been saying is that they rely on Russia for weapons and to help contain China. That is what. Oh, my yeah. fucking. And that God. is it's always a fucking bottom line for them. It's it's a it's a valid. Jesus. It's a valid statement, but it's shitty. It's a valid statement, but it's shitty. They're they're just yeah. saying that, look, we oh we have a relationship with Russia and we can't fuck with that right now because if we do, then China will come after us. Then we won't get our weapons, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm not saying I agree with it. It's fucking shitty. But that's the statement that they're going with. That's why they're abstaining. That's why they're not condemning Russia. I think that, 
I think that this is basically when you are India and you're on the world stage and you want to be a superpower and you are in some respects a superpower and you want to be respected, you can't abstain. You have to actually put a fucking like line in the sand and lead. You know, whether whether you're like, where do they draw the line? Exactly. Whether you're for it, it like, yeah, whether you're for it or against it, you got to pick something, but you can't sit on the fucking fence and abstain because basically you just showed the world that you are big fucking pussies and that you can't handle your own shit. Right. What's so mind boggling to me about all this stuff is stuff like this has been happening in the world through the centuries, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like it's it's constantly the same mistakes and the same moves over and over again. Yeah. But there's yeah. no there's no <laughs> lessons learned. No, ever never. From- ever. <laughs> it's been going on for fucking centuries. <laughs> ever. But but it, it it's so mind boggling. Like I don't understand. Like, is the ego of certain leaders that huge where it's just like, ah, like we're doing the same thing that they did like centuries ago, but we're different. Yes. I think so. I really do think that's exactly what it is. And I think that's why our generation and the generations below us, and we do make up a lot of those serving in the, in the armies and, and stuff like that really just don't understand what the fuck is going on. Like, yeah. You know, and I've seen clips of like Russian soldiers who are crying once they've been captured because they're like being treated nicely by Ukrainians and stuff. Um, oh. Yeah, like there's been like some clips that I'm Damn. just like, oh man, this is fucked. But it really lends you to see that like these old people who lead with their dicks are sending young people out there. And unlike 40, 30, 30, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, those people back then. Not to say they didn't think about it, but they weren't as focused on like, hey, we're young. We can have good lives. We can work together with other people. Like, we can be cool. We don't want to fight. Like, we don't actually want to fucking fight. And they're sending these people out to do it. So it's really mind-boggling. I think that what you said is absolutely correct. Like, it's mind-boggling to everyone in our age bracket and below. Like, why are we doing this? And the only people who continue to want to do this are these old dudes who fucking lead with their cocks. That's really it. But we, we, we also kind of ignore the fact that even in our age group, there are a lot of people that are still national. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. But for obviously, sure. Yeah. the amount is probably much less than it was, yeah. let's yes. say, like 50 years ago. Yeah, they're just loud. I think in general, yeah. in, in my head, from what I understand of our generation, is our generation is definitely, like, the, the further we get into the modern generations the more we get separate from like religion and like race and stuff i think right like yeah. at least mm-hmm. for us yeah. we don't there's definitely going to be shitheads but we don't care as much about religious stuff and like what we I think are the religion has ev- changed i don't yeah. think that people are less religious i think it's just a different version like yeah. meditation yeah. and stuff yeah 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 and yeah. and yes there's going to be people who are gung-ho about it too but i think like that's one of the major like Differences between like racial differences and religious differences, one of the biggest things that cause war, right? Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. So that's why we're kind of just like, well, we don't really give a fuck about what, like, I don't give a shit about what you follow and what I follow. Like, I am 100% down to be friends with you regardless of all this shit. And I yeah. don't have an ego for that. So in general, because of that, our whole generation's like, why are we fighting? Yeah. What the fuck yeah. is the point of this? Y'all, all, all y'all are white. Like, what is, what are you <laughs> fighting about? You, you're all white. It always comes <laughs> okay. back you have to an that advantage. All, yeah. all of you have a... 
Have exactly. An like, yeah. what are you like? You could become a superpower if you want, because everyone's fucking white and where you are. So, like, what is really <laughs> yeah. happening here? So, but yeah, that that's. I'm hoping that by the time it gets down to like the third or fourth generation after us, that everyone's just like on TikTok hanging around. You know, what I mean? like, <laughs> yeah. their their version of TikTok. Everyone's just like, we really don't want to fight. We just want to have like oat milk lattes all the time. <laughs> and, I think uh, I think toast. everybody w- once they move to the metaverse, that's the only appropriate time to go into war. Which is through the metaverse. Yes, yes. <laughs> Fucking digital wars. Oh Hell yeah. yeah. We'd do. We'd that be Age of be Empires. Fun. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We'd be Age of Empires generals. So exactly. I would try to fucking yeah. take over Kush's country real fast. I'd be like, <laughs> I got this. Let me take this dude. Um, yes. Yeah. It's just it's just wild shit going on. So I just wanted to bring up that like India is not looking so great uh, on the yeah. world stage <laughs> in terms of Ukraine. <laughs> just not looking good. Yeah. So hopefully they'll I wanted to bring something up because I think since we're talking about India, I think this is um because you're going to die at this. Oh god. There's an uh-huh. article, it's not from anything that I really recognize called Deck and Herald. And here's the title. Unignited. Has India fallen behind in the space race? <laughs> oh, I saw this. I saw this. Hey, yes. You saw this? Yes. Is it on I the was, sheet? No, I was gonna when put it on the ahead? sheet. Yes. I was gonna I put think it on the sheet. They were just kind of like kind of talking about like, yo, they're going to catch up. They're going to do it, even despite the failure. And so here's what it starts with. It says, consider this. China made 55 space launches in 2021, yep. overtaking the U.S. in the number of missions it undertook. And India, two. two. <laughs> Was yep. one of them a failure passed off as partial success? It literally says it in yep. fucking air quotes. The person yeah. who wrote this article, I was going to bring this up that like the person who wrote this article is throwing so much shade at the Indian space this program. This person is it's Indian. amazing. Yeah. And this person is Indian writing for the Deccan yeah. Herald in India and they're just yeah. shitting on the, on the space, uh, space organization there. And it was hilarious. Because it, had, I mean, it goes like by by year. It says 2020, first COVID year. China had 39 launches, four were failures. Yeah. U.S. 44, four were failures. Russia had 17. India, two. <laughs> yeah, that's and they have quotes from crazy. that guy who who's still running ISRO, that K. Sivan guy or whatever his name is. He's still the running. The one that him, we thought, which I thought was like left after he cried to Modi. Yeah, the one who I thought would be assassinated. Um, okay, he's, so he's still, still alive. Man, he's still alive. leading it, and he was. Uh, I think oh, he's quoted goodness. in there saying that like. COVID stopped them from doing a lot. And I was just but like, when you no. go to space, but okay. when you, okay, no, no, I understand. Like most of these nerds are yeah. in front of a fucking computer. You can do it from yeah. home. <laughs> no, but also <laughs> they're, 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 China did it. Russia did it. The U S did Russia it. Like did everyone it. else did kind of do it. You guys did too. Too. Also, you're telling me that you're going to have the Kumela, but not just do the space stuff. <laughs> exactly. Good, good point. Exactly. Good point. So Kumela did-, did not get affected by, it was not a COVID related <laughs> incident, but space stuff, uh, we were actually all at home. We didn't yeah. want to like disrupt the yeah. COVID situation. Let me find Fuck out. Hell, let me man. find out the Israel engineers are in their PJs at home and they're like, nah, 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 work from home. Nah, 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 nah. Um, I mean, in, it's, in it, defense- it says- it did say, obviously, this fear lockdown that Modi imposed on India with a four-hour yeah. notice left Israel, like the rest of the nation, no time to plan for its operations. That sure. must have hurt. But then, did Israel allow itself to be stalled as the months went by? Couldn't it come <laughs> up with a better business continuity plan along the way? If not, why not? This person wrote yeah, all this. Yeah, this person, they're asking like, all oh, the right shit. questions. 
all the right yeah. questions. And they they said call one of the one of the like sub headlines is call a failure a failure because they called it a partial <laughs> success. Yep. I was like, wait, do should we invite this writer to become a part of MMT? <laughs> we should. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're like call spade a spade. Uh, in defense of Isro, hey, really, Chris, really, you, really, you. I mean, I mean, you know, I love space. I love, I love really, bro. But uh, they. I wonder what their budget is. Like, I wonder how much money they get from out. the government. Because if it is a lot and they're still behind, then yeah, they're a bunch of fucking clowns. Mm-hmm. But if it's if it's not a good budget, then I can understand why they might be behind. But still, it's. it's I would hope crazy. that their budget is like bigger than it was before, considering India is like really making this push to be like a superpower on the national stage and whatnot. But maybe not because they had to do twenty eight circles to get to the moon. So like, they, yeah. they pride themselves. <laughs> They pride themselves on having really low budget missions, so maybe their budget is not that big. Because you know, yeah, in, exactly. in in corporate and governments and all that sort of stuff, if you don't ask for the money, you don't get the money. And if you ask for yeah. it, you don't use it. They take it away. So if Isro if Isro's just sitting there like, hey, we can do this real cheap, real cheap, then maybe yeah. they just keep fucking themselves over and getting small budget. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. And I, I doubt you'll find like a real good figure on their budget, Ria. Um, I'm trying to figure it out because you know how this fucking garor shit. I don't exactly. Any yeah, that's why I'm like, don't even <laughs> decimal points. <laughs> don't even worry. I can't fuck with the does. decimal points. I don't get Dude, it. Dude, there's fucking commas after every two letters. It doesn't make any and two numbers. Two numbers. <laughs> yeah, that's make a any real. Sense. That's a real Western outlook, Ria. You need to humble your fucking self, okay? I like, know. Yeah, I really do. People around the world do different things, different ways, and and there <laughs> I know, are trolls I know, I know. also now. Educate yourself. And trolls do things. Don't, in don't a different say the word way. trolls anymore. I don't want to hear the word trolls coming from out of any of you after what you guys did to me yesterday <laughs> so no. final final i will i will definitely oh accede to that i will not talk about this anymore um i think one it's other- 1.8 million ish there is no that seems like nothing. There is no way they are running an entire space organization off one point eight million dollars. Right? Nah, That's not possible. Right, we have right, movies. Right. Movies cost independent movies yeah. cost more Three than the house <laughs> next door to us cost more than that. Well maybe maybe is that our answer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that fair. could be the fair, that fair, could fair. be the reason. Yeah. We no, should no, know I'll, what they're I'll serving in there. I'm gonna find out. I need if to know anyone what else can do the, the research uh, for us and like yeah. let us know what the fuck Israel's budget is with the fucking proper commas in the proper place. Cause yeah. I just my brain conversion. cannot we need a right conversion. Yeah, please give us a USB. This is a conversion. call to action to all MMT listeners. Please let us know what the ISRO budget is in USD. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Also, just just for shits, just like let us know what they serve in the ISRO cafeteria. Because with a one point eight million dollar <laughs> budget, I can't imagine they're getting the finest of delicacies in there. I'm just curious. Fuck. No, it's that space curry that we talked about before. <laughs> oh yeah, space curry. vacuum packed space curry. You right? You right? Yeah. You right? Right? Um, it's like the Indian version of Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just bathe in wow. it. Wow. <laughs> just bathe Jesus in it. Breathe, breathe through it. <laughs> so, Are you guys gonna like leave me one day and be like, you know what? We don't need this anymore. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. um, you're gonna so, one day, Kunal's gonna wake up and he's gonna go vibe check. Ria's out. <laughs> <laughs> vibe check. Uh, so I have one one funny news article that I came across besides that Isra one that I didn't add to the sheet. Um, and I'm just mm-hmm. paraphrasing this one because it was so funny to me. So I didn't realize, but in India, in the in, in Indian elections. All the different uh, parties and the different um, candidates for the parties. So, so okay, I think it's the parties, not the candidate. But the parties, they each have a symbol 
And when you go to vote, there will be a symbol next to the name of each party. And that is so that illiterate people who can't read can see the picture and know who they want to vote okay. for. I did okay. not know that. I think that is such an... I didn't know that either. Yeah, that's such an interesting thing that like, mm-hmm. why still? But also, okay, got it. Now, we know some places How do like, blind people vote? Whoa. Braille, hopefully? <laughs> braille, no, bro. Braille, oh, braille, right? braille. Hopefully, yeah. I mean... But the, the, you think India has braille? braille pictures? Oh no, they would just say. But what if they're illiterate? Yeah. <laughs> what if they don't know oh. braille? Woof, you're right. I don't know. Maybe they just. I mean, maybe they just. It don't. must be a very small percentage. Yeah, of people, maybe they just don't, don't care about them over there. I don't know. I could see them just being like, "Oh, you're blind. You can't vote." I could yeah. see them unless they have no, audio. No, you're blind and illiterate because blind, blind illiterate people can vote. Right. That's fair. Yeah, yes. you're blind so and maybe illiterate. there's like an audio situation they can. Go- deal with yeah Yeah. so it's interesting because some of these like larger parties uh you know like the bjp their symbol is a lotus so next to any of their candidates you're going to see a lotus picture that way if you are illiterate you know if you follow the bjp you need to vote for whoever is next to this lotus symbol uh the congress party is an open palm and you know so on yeah like a tapat so on and so on (laughs) and so forth and i think this shit is just really interesting on top of it. Now, knowing all that, there's this new, there's this, so candidates get, get symbols assigned to them or they can pick them, whatever you want to do, right? I think if you're like a known party over there, you can kind of, you can kind of pick it. Uh, but if you're just kind of like a third party, nobody knows, whatever, you get one assigned to you. And these, these things are essentially like trademarks over here, right? Like the BJP's Lotus they're, they're going to put that on all their posters, all their voting stuff. Yeah. It becomes very like, it becomes very well known. And like whenever the parties splinter or, gra- you know, go different ways, diverge, um, those symbols become really big, like reasons for argument. Like people are mm-hmm. like, no, 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 I'm retaining the Lotus. You can't because there's a lot of like yeah. brand mm. value in that sort of thing. So, right. yeah. <laughs> so all that to say, there's this really interesting thing going on right now in India where people are taking, the candidates are taking these symbols very fucking literally. And okay. what they are doing is there is a candidate who is running in <laughs> some state. I don't know where, uh, for some villages or something. I don't know. Uh, their symbol is a fish. Mm-hmm. This person goes to every house campaigning with a fish in his hands, a large fish, so that the illiterate people... This is, this is branding. This is branding. Is he, is he Bengali? I, I think he might be. <laughs> I forget his name. But he's, yeah, he said that question. people open the doors, they see the fucking fish, and they recognize that he's the one with the fish, so they should vote for him. <laughs> and in between going to each house, they dunk the fish... <laughs> In, in, in a gallon of uh, water or like a big thing of water. And then he pulls it out again when he gets to the next house and then dunk it back. Oh, so it's, it's, a alive, live, it's a live oh, fish. Oh, it's a live fish. Oh, it's a live fish. So yeah. wait, they're torturing this fish, putting I, it in I, and out of water. They absolutely are. They absolutely are. Oh so, my God. There's no, that, that is a volunteer fish. So another candidate, another candidate symbol is a television so what do you think this candidate's doing? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, wait, wait, wait. I hope to God, I hope to God they put it on their head. Like as if, as if it's a helmet so, or something. So this, this uh, female candidate no, and man. this female candidate is walking around with a flat screen TV from house to house. 
And how? How is she picking this up? That's not like that's well, what's so that's the only on? reason. That's the only reason I, I said that she's a female candidate because you guys are not weaker or anything like that. It's just whatever <laughs> you know, like physically, I was also like, How is she doing this from house to house? And she said herself that after about like 30 minutes or an hour, she has to give it to an aide so she can like kind of fucking rest her arms. I was yeah. like 30 minutes to an hour, bitch. I could do like seven minutes and I'd be like, fuck this. I'm not yeah, holding I, this. I would be like, fuck why this. Why can't they just yeah. use like, why can't they just have like a, like a sticker on their thing with their logo it's on it? It's not powerful enough. It's not powerful <laughs> enough. Though. Yeah. Just live fish fucking going in and out of this bucket. Yeah. And I mean, we're talking TV. about it. Yeah. That's a good brand. And, and the lady, the lady that said that branding. like people in the villages will like point at the TV and like they get real hype when there's a TV around and shit. <laughs> like, and I was like, yo, this is so crazy. Um, yeah. so oh, no. there are a variety <laughs> of different symbols that you can put next to your name. And one of them is a plow. And so the candidate, a plow? yeah, like an actual like farm plow. And yeah. one of the okay. candidates, Explain. The, one of the candidates said that the one who got the plow was like, I cannot drag a plow with me from house to house. <laughs> So, stop it. Stop it. so they so, got the, that party got the shit end of they the got stick. The shit yeah, end of the stick. Exactly. This is exactly. fucking fantastic. I don't know what to say. And there's it's, nothing it's, to say about there's this. There's nothing to say. There really isn't. I was just like, wow, I am so like I can't. <laughs> Yo, this fucking nerd. This fucking nerd's looking around. There's a guy with a fish. There's a woman with a TV. And he's like, fuck man, I'm I'm so left out. I don't I have a fucking plow. I don't have it. I don't have it. And imagine if like one of them is like a stick. So then you have a dude coming to your house with a fucking stick. Like you'd be afraid. That dude has the wrong end of the stick too. Um, But nonetheless, I felt like, wow, I learned something today. And this is crazy. It's 2022. They're still doing this shit over there, yo. Wait, who had the hand? Uh, That's the Congress party has the open palm. So do they have a big foam hand that they put on top of their hand? (laughs) Like number one foam hand. I don't (laughs) know. BJP. No, which one is that? The Congress, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I I can't imagine a BJP person walking around with like lotus flowers in their hands, like just walking around. Just tossing it. Just tossing it in the air. Tossing it. No, but just like one of those hateful motherfuckers tossing low low tie at people. I don't know. Low tie. (laughs) Low tie. So that's all I have on that because the story, the story didn't really, there's no like solution. I mean, there's a solution to this, but like, it was more just, (laughs) this is what's happening. Crazy, right? This motherfucker is like, God damn it. Why did I pick the plow? God damn it. Why did we get the plow? If I had more time, I would have looked up like what the other symbols are, but I wish there's a cow. I hope there's a cow somewhere. Oh my God. I bet there is. Well, I can, no, you know cow. what? I bet there isn't because that's probably like the holiest of holy symbols and like nobody's allowed to use that or something. I don't know. Yeah. But awesome. who knows? Who knows? So anyways, I hope to one day run for, you know, office in India and have the plow and I will bring that bitch with me to every house. <laughs> oh my God. Um, that's, that's it. Insane. That's all I got. So if you want to talk about uh, wait, this wait, cop. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, I just looked up. I just looked up India election party symbols. This is a CNN article. It starts with a ceiling fan, a bungalow, <laughs> a broom, and a mango. These are just some of unusual <gasps> symbols Indian oh voters my God. can expect to see on their ballots. Who's going to bring a ceiling fan? Who's the asshole bringing an entire ceiling fan? Yo, I'm cooking, crying. Hold on. If I um, got mango though, I'd be yo, I'd be out there oh handing God. out mangoes. That would be so dope. Yeah, mangoes, mangoes, that's a good one. That's a mangoes good one. Mangoes would be sick, dude. You could just cop every fruity box on the planet and just give it out to yeah. the different houses. <laughs> it costs nothing over there. Nothing. Yeah. And people would be happy because if they're starving, you know, exactly. you're giving them. Oh, that's food a good one. Drink. Whoever's got mango should be up there. 
Guys, this is one of the attendees wearing clothing featuring the Indian National Congress Party logo. That's the hand. I like that. Oh, shit. That's a vibe. That's a vibe. That's yeah, fucking that's, wild. I fuck with that. That's, that's a vibe. Crazy. That's a big <clears throat> hand, though. That's yeah. crazy. I like that corta. It's really uh, nice. While, while you look up more symbols, uh, just real quick, there is this Indian-American New York cop, Sumit Sulan. Um, he made detective. So basically what happened oh, cool. was he's this uh, rookie co- cop in the NYPD. Uh-huh. And um, he was supposed to observe two of his... I guess fellow officers uh, because he's a rookie mm-hmm. and they were re- responding to a domestic call on January 21st and then his colleagues were ambushed and fatally shot and oh, Sulan no. had pushed a mother and brother to safety and returned fire on the gunman who was running away from the scene and oh, um, he's an immigrant from India he became an active duty officer last April uh-huh. and joined the 32nd precinct for two months before the shooting and he was recently promoted to detective because of his his like valiant efforts. Yeah, yeah. So he he got a big promo. Um, the proclamation was presented by New York State Senator Kevin Thomas, who in 2018 became the first Indian American uh, in New is. York history oh, to here serve in state senate. <laughs> oh, there it is. That's fucking wild. Yeah, I respect and that. 27 years old. Um, he had trouble after the shooting, um, kind of dealing with the fact that he was shooting at uh, this this uh, person that that shot at them. But right, I, right. I think he should be better now. He's promoted to detective, so I wonder know, good if luck he's, to him. Hopefully, he's doing good. Yeah, I wonder if he's the first Indian American to come from India and be a rookie <laughs> cop be. at 27 years old to be right. uh, promoted to detective. He's the first 27-year-old Indian. Ex- rookie cop. Yeah, rookie cop to be promoted. Okay, cool, 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 cool. No, that's dope, though. I'm glad he was able to help that family and shit. Good good shit, man. That's dope. Yeah, good on him. Yeah. Rhea, did you that's find it. any more symbols? Because that's it. That's our episode. Yeah, dude. Like, <clears throat> I found, I mean, so I found, like, the same article that you were looking at. Uh-huh. But then also, um, I found, like, there, I, I found out who the artist is behind. Like, basically, there's a whole bunch of symbols uh-huh. And they just kind of like choose from this book. But if you see this like book of symbols, <laughs> dude, it looks like that. I, I don't know how to even explain it, guys. Hold on. Okay. Motherfuckers just going through wingdings to get symbols for their party. <laughs> Is for there real? any, does anybody have a dick as a symbol? <laughs> I, I really Is that a funnel? That. That's a Why funnel. Why does somebody have a funnel? Why is there a gas dude, cylinder? Frock. Frock. Frying yes. pan. Why is there a gas Hat. stove? <laughs> Harmonium. Green oh, chili. Dope. Oh, this is wild. Oh, but tell boy, me, this, this doesn't wild. look like a children's like coloring book, dude. This is fucking wild. But I need to find out. Oh, I found a picture of the lady who who had the TV. It was actually a pretty small TV. So that it's was times okay. like okay. this that I wish we had Great. somebody help us with like our our social media and marketing Research, and all yeah. that sort of stuff because this is like prime material that nobody's talking oh about that gosh. we could just start yeah. conversations with. Um, nonetheless, this is fucking amazing. Nonetheless, Thank you for telling us about this. Yeah, this yeah. My life. And I was gonna say, listener, just go hey. ahead and uh, look at this up, and you'll find some what wild shit. What would your symbols be? My symbol, it would be a fucking middle finger. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. Kush, what would your symbol be? That's what it would be. Ooh, that's a that's a that's a tough one. It might be. Uh, 
shit, just because of t- what happened today, it might be a troll. <laughs> I was I was what thinking would cushions you carry would be with you. Cushions would be a oh, pizza I'd carry box. Those troll dolls. Oh, the troll dolls. Yeah. yeah. I feel like cushions symbol would be a pizza box with a hole in it. Why? Because oh, I'll put my dick in it. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> That's what I think cushions fucking symbol oh, would be. God. Ria, what would your Mine symbol would be? Mine would definitely be a cat, and I would bring smoky oh, or definitely. cookie with me. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you'd get no, voted in immediately. Mine's a fucking middle finger. Oh, middle finger, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's that, what works, that, that works. But, so you uh, don't have to carry anything. You just walk up to the people like this. And I'd just be <laughs> just like, fuck up. off. This is what I'll do to my enemies. Fuck off. They have foam hands that give the middle finger too, so you'll be good. Oh, Oh, sweet. perfect. Uh, do you guys want to promote anything? Oh, um, we're going to talk some more about... I'm going to start um, talking about seeing God tomorrow. So we have some news about seeing God, and oh, we cool. don't want to tell you here because we will post about it tomorrow. So... That will force you to go onto our Instagram because I know there's like thousands and thousands of listeners, but y'all don't fucking follow us on Instagram because I know we're not that active. Yo, go but make sure, us. make sure, make sure it's three to six seconds long, whatever you post. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just make sure. Optimum. Sure. Kunal, you want to promote anything? Uh, I've got nothing to promote besides myself because I'm a great human being. That's about it. Amazing. Yeah. I also had one more Fuck thing to promote, oh, sorry, which sorry. is which is I'm part of the Fuck Shake movement. Um, I'm, I'm also the president of the shake does not look like me movement. And so yes. I'm promoting that. If you believe that he doesn't look like me, join my crew. Perfect. Otherwise you can catch Rhea. these fucking hands. Rhea. There you go. I, I started to do more like composition stuff. So I released like a, a score the other day. So if you want to go onto my Instagram and check it out, it is there. Yeah. Oh, you released the score. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So Rhea play the music. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Ding, oh my ding, god. Ding, ding, ding. I'm gonna stop here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Mom Managed and Timid is produced by Kanal, Kush, and Rhea. Edited by Kush and Rhea. With music and scoring by Rhea. I'm generally useless. See you next time.